Welcome to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. I'm Jeanette Dames, angel therapy practitioner and heal your money story coach. And I'm author and transformational coach, Rory Reich. We created this show with the intention of assisting you in awakening your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life. We will have real conversations and share our own experiences along the way. At the close of the show, we'll offer up our own personal coaching techniques as well. Today's topic is the energy of money. So today's topic on the, on the energy of money, we're going to sit back and relax and dive into the world of this energy. And remember, this is a live show. We're offering up intuitive messages and insights. So free, feel free to message us on Facebook at Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Money is energy, plain and simple. Our society has placed so many stigmas on money, it can barely breathe, especially right now with everything around money changing in the world. And I can't really speak to that because I work very hard to stay in my own reality and make that work, but it does hang over all of our heads. Today, we're going to be spending the next hour talking about the energy of money, how it affects our lives how we develop our relationship with it, and how we can better open channels to invite it to flow freely into and through our lives. Good afternoon. I'm Jeanette Dames. And today it's my first show with Rory and Sakura, and I'm so grateful Yay! to be here. <laughs> I work with angels and I work with energy, and that's how I got into coaching people on Heal Your Money Story. So I want to dive right into it today and say, Rory and Sakura... What stories did you hear when you were growing up about money? Eric, too, chime in. Money does not grow on trees. <laughs> That's my favorite. They've never seen the money tree. <laughs> right? That's yeah. what I said. Uh -huh. I'm not actually sure what, what messages I received around money. It's interesting to think about. I, I guess I feel like money wasn't a huge issue, although we're definitely very kind of middle class. Um, but it's interesting to think about. I don't think my mom really imparted any wisdom. I think it was just something that I picked up subconsciously. Well, we picked up a lot of stories subconsciously. Of um, a lot of them were, um, you have to work really hard. I was just going to mm. say, work money. hard for your money. Uh -huh. Like that song. <laughs> Sing it for us. <laughs> no. Uh -uh. <laughs> well, oftentimes I hear people say, um, it's really good money. And it just makes my flesh crawl. Because all money is good money. We cannot say money is some money is good and some money is bad. When we say some money is good, then we create the opposite, which means that's part of it's bad. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to create that stigma in there. So I'm sure you guys have some, you've heard people say that. Yep. And you've probably been offered jobs where they say, we're going to give you really good money. For sure. And did they? Um, it, was, it was green. <laughs> <laughs> Often people, I find people... Taking going into jobs or moving into new jobs, that J-O-B, it's just a job, mm -hmm. and thinking that this is going to be their good money, this is going to fulfill them, and then they hate it. Mm -hmm. And their money that's supposed to be good money, which means a large salary, doesn't go anywhere. And they can't make the bills, they find out they're not, they're not able to pay for their car, their rent's too high, they can't, haven't gotten enough money for food. And they don't understand that it has nothing to do with the amount of money on their paycheck. It has to do with the energy of it. Mm -hmm. That someone in the same position might be paying higher rent or have a higher car payment and have lots of money left over because they appreciate it. So this is where it comes into money just being energy. We're all made of energy. We have a lot of electricity in us, but that's energy as well. It creates energy, right? So money is out there floating around and it doesn't know how to be loved because we have all these stigmas. Now, I'm older than you guys, and my parents lived through the Depression, which was really tough. And I can remember my mother saving a spoonful of mashed potatoes because she was afraid that somebody might want to eat that. Mm. So I grew up with that. You have to save every single penny. You can't spend any extra money. You have to be very, very careful with it. And going into my life, that's the way that I lived. And... One day I met this woman who said, it's not like that. It doesn't have to be that way. And her name was Jennifer Longmore. And she has a program called Heal Your Money Story. And she said, why don't you come and be a coach? And I said, I can't afford it. Mm -hmm. 
Another big statement you never, <laughs> ever, ever say because the universe will say, oh, well, we'll make sure that'll happen. Right, exactly. And she said to me, um, well, I suggest that you go sell everything that you have in your house that you don't need and pay for the program. And I was like really angry. Like, how dare you tell me what to do? But I thought about it later. I thought, well, you know, I don't have anything to lose. I was at a really low point in my life when I had lost a job, trying to get unemployment, you know. And that's what the universe does to you when you're not appreciating the energy of money. It'll take you to a low place so that you have to force yourself to try to understand Mm -hmm. it. So I did it and I paid for the course and it changed my whole life. I went through a period where I never got into those doldrums again. Now, we all have ups and downs, like we have mood ups and downs, and the energy of the universe goes up and down. But I never got into that place where I couldn't pay the bills, and I started to appreciate it. And there's all kinds of tricks that we can talk about later in the show. And I want you guys to get more involved in this conversation and tell me about how money works in your life and how your relationship with it is and how you've thought about it in the past. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I have lots of tricks that we can talk about. We will be loving to take your calls. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast, and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. I'm Jeanette Dames, angel therapy practitioner and heal your money story coach. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. On today's show, we're discussing the energy of money. If you have a question or need some advice, Message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So first off, I just want to say how excited <laughs> I am to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's really, it's really, I've been looking for the, forward to this for so long. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So before the break, we were talking about limiting beliefs that we kind of have stored in us or mm-hmm. were told as children. Can we rewrite our ancestral belief around money? We can rewrite our ancestral belief around anything. Up until the age of seven, everything that you learn is programming. Mm-hmm. And it, up, up until the age of seven, and I'm not going to get into this real deeply, but our brains can't decipher what's real 
what we need to judge, what we need to think about, and what is just real. We just take it in. So if your parents or your teachers or anybody in your in your life was having issues around money, or like you said, money doesn't grow on trees. Um, we can't have ice cream this week because we don't have, you know, just mm-hmm. things like that. I could always tell when my dad got paid. He was self-employed. Well, no, we didn't have scrambled eggs and pancakes for dinner. <laughs> we mm-hmm. had meat right. <laughs> or whatever, you know, we had a full dinner. And and I can remember mom saying, well, your dad didn't get paid. So that put in my mind, you always have to have a job. You have to know that you're going to get a paycheck. You don't want to be self-employed. And that put a lot of fear into me growing up, right. trying to find something. So trying to rewrite that um, is difficult because you have to decipher it first. Mm. But as if you're talking about as you grew older, you mm-hmm. went through high school, you, yeah, you, you have to look at consciously what happened to you and the, the processes that you went through. And then it's a deep dive into some meditation and a lot of writing um, in my um, Write a New Story coaching program, for instance. We go through a lot of that stuff, deep dive into where we got the stories, how we can eliminate them from our lives. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of rituals around it. In the Heal Your Money Story coaching, we go real deep into um, all the stuff you got as a child and how it's affecting you in every area of your life. So, for instance, um, how, what is your, do you have issues around trusting people? I did. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Okay. And where do you think those came from? Uh, it's definitely ancestral. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're talking about like grandparents, parents, or even farther back. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for instance, um, people that are Native American would have huge trust issues because they invited these people into this country and then they had it taken away from them. Right. That stays with generation to generation to generation. And that can manifest in a fear of losing money. Mm-hmm. And really holding tight onto whatever you have. And as you know, the tighter you hold on to something, the more it's going to try to get away. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we grew up in scarcity as well, mm-hmm. that scarcity mentality. Yeah. And my Japanese side was interned in Arkansas. And they were told they could only take two bags. And if they oh. had a small child, which my great-grandfather did, mm-hmm. then it was only one bag, you know, and, and the child. And my great-grandfather was one of the last samurai in Osaka and also in Kabuki Theater and couldn't take any of that with him, any of his roots with him, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's understandable that that gets ingrained into Mm -hmm. our DNA Mm -hmm. until we recognize it, right? Right. Bring it out of us and Mm -hmm. address it. Yeah. For sure. Um, There are things you can do to connect to energy when you have those kind of beliefs that you're trying to get through is bringing them to your consciousness, which you have. And then you, you can use mantras. Um, they're sort of like affirmations, but they're starting with thank you instead of I am you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And um, when I had my, my job that I had in Seattle most of my life, which I absolutely loved, I was so excited to go to work every day. I was a driver for King County, which no one could understand why I loved it, <laughs> but I did. And every day when I got off the bus at the end of my shift, I would say, thank you, angels. Thank you, spirit, for always giving me everything I need to meet all of my obligations. And then I could let it go. And I I think subconsciously at that point in my life, I was beginning to learn that if I let the universe take care of this, it would flow much simpler, Mm -hmm. much easier. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So um, something else I want to address around this before we go too much further is um, what do you consider your source? source of is jobs i mean people say okay my source of income is my job Mm. no i would say it's my passion okay Mm -hmm. it's a channel this your job is a channel source is the creator source is the universe and i'm not going to get into a lot of god stuff but some people like to call it that and if you do that's totally fine but we have a higher power that flows all the money that's also energy that created this whole planet created everything that we live on so money's ensconced in that whole program. And so when we think of our job as our source, we're stopping it right there. It's like putting a, putting a sh- slamming the door in its face. This is all it's ever going to be. I have to go to my mm-hmm. boss and beg for a raise um, instead of saying this is just one channel. So to really create a huge money flow in your life, one of the things we do in the coaching program is look at source and then look at all the channels you can have. And you create a mantra for yourself every day that says, 
thank you for all the channels I have and all the ones I don't even know about yet. And that's when your new client comes in. Mm. That's when somebody calls you, you know, from nowhere and, <laughs> and asks you to do an interview on a show like what happened with you today. And they're just going to put you out into the public even more. So, or when you write a book. So I'm going to bring, Rory, you need to come into this yeah, conversation. No, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking. as you're <laughs> I can see the wheels of, turning. Lots of questions. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you're just kind of looking at me with that, huh? So, so what do yeah, you Yeah, I mean, I, so if I think back, like I, we all have our own like strengths and struggles, right? Mm-hmm. Money's just been one of those things that I've always assumed or had a belief that it was not going to be a problem. And what, as you're talking, well, and yeah, as you're talking, well, and so yeah. I'm trying to think about where that came from, but it's, but that made me think about like I had a, an astrological reading a long time ago, and somebody also kind of reaffirmed that they're like, oh, like whatever, in your money house or X, Y, and Z, right. that's not something you're ever going to struggle with. And so I'm just kind of trying to think back to like where did that belief come from? That that was that part of just my overall journey in this lifetime. I struggle in certain areas. I don't struggle in other areas. And that helped to create this belief over time because mm-hmm. it just wasn't like that was the reality or was it from my childhood? And like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about like my mom grew up very middle class. I mean, she was a mom of two children who moved here by herself and, you know, had to like start over. But but my life was always kind of like I never thought about money in that way. I never yeah. saw my mom struggle. I never saw her complain yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. I did see that she worked hard. And kind of like created a great life for herself, like mm-hmm. a great middle class life. And so maybe subconsciously that's kind of where I learned it from. But it's just making me think about like we're born into this existence with a chart. We have yeah. certain areas that come easy and certain areas where we struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about like let's say you come in with like in the area of money, your chart like yeah, some things going against you. Can your belief override that? Am yes, I, am I, I, th- I think it can, but yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. That's just programming. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that and astrology charts are a really good example because we can take our, our astrology chart and create anything we want. Literally. I yeah. mean, you really if you read some of the stuff, I mean, they can get into it real deeply from your birth date and your yep. time. Yep. But um, it sounds like you came in with a program for ease. Yeah. In that area. Yeah, for sure. So it's not an issue for you um, has never been. And so. I mean, that's, but we contract when we come on the planet too, to have those programs. Mm -hmm. And so we pick our parents. Right. I was going to say with my parents living in scarcity and that being ingrained in me that Mm -hmm. you have to work hard for your money. Life is hard. You need to suffer, right, for anything. That never felt right to me. And I think I've always lived by fake it till you make it. (laughs) And it's just always worked out. I've always as you said, just gave it to the universe. I mean, I was on food stamps as a single mom. So was I. Yeah. yeah. And I just had to fake it until I made mm-hmm. it. But I kept going, though. Yeah. Right? I wasn't wallowing in the victimhood of that. Exactly. And that's, that's an Abraham Hicks thing, too. Fake it till you make it. They um, write out checks for a million dollars yeah. and just put them in your purse and carry it around. <laughs> I mean, I, the first time I heard that, I thought, that's, that's absolutely insane. And this was after I had done my... Uh-huh. training to be the heal your money story coach and and I was at a hay house event and people were and I was like what you know and and oh put them all in a, in a box put them in your wish box and uh-huh. but now I know that it happens you write things and put them in your wish box and they show up Jim Carrey did that really yeah he did that in 1985 he put a check for 10 million dollars in his wallet carried it around and then dumb and dumber came out in 1995 and he made that 10 mil Wow, I need to take some lessons from him. <laughs> I'm not quite there yet. But I remember the angels always saying when I'd ask them these questions, and they'd say there's no difference in finding a parking place and making a million dollars. It's your ability to believe it, mm. which is where all of this comes in. It's what got ingrained in us and what we have to learn how to believe. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I've realized is like I don't struggle with money, but at the same time I have certain limiting beliefs where I've never imagined myself being a multi, like, you know, like on a mega yacht, having a hundred million dollars. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm comfortable, but Mm -hmm. I also have never even imagined that possibility. Mm -hmm. And of course that possibility, that's the reality, right? Like that's, I I am where I'm at because I've never even imagined a different place for myself. So I of course also have some limiting beliefs around it. Well, that's your task now. Yeah. (laughs) You get to start imagining that. I'm going to get the yacht. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, And we essentially manifest where we're at, right? So aside from, you know, whether or not 
we believe it can happen. It's also a matter of whether we feel worthy of it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's something I have learned. And, it's a big and even just manifesting bigger and better things that I have in just within the last few years. Mm-hmm. Now it's maintaining that momentum, right? So yeah. my question to you is after you work through your ancestral beliefs around money mm-hmm. and you get further than they did yes. and even just more successful than they did, uh-huh. how do you maintain that momentum? Or um, even as Rory was saying, go even higher than that. Creating an abundance practice that's daily is extremely helpful. And there's, there's a one book that I highly, highly recommend. It's just called The Abundance Book by John Randolph Price. And it's a deep read. It's like a little tiny book, seven bucks on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's difficult to read. But when you get to the center, there's an abundance practice in the middle. And they say to do it for 40 days. There's 10 statements. You write them and you write your thoughts on them. I've been doing it for probably eight years mm-hmm. with, without stopping in the middle there. And it, it keeps me reminded that I am not the source, that my job is not my source, that something else out there, a belief, energy is the source. So that's just one way to get through it. But you can create that for yourself too. Mm-hmm. But it is to be a daily practice. You, it's not something you can do for five days and then forget about it forever. Right. Because you have to keep your energy level at the same vibration as the amount of money or the amount of income or joy or love or trust or whatever it is. It's all the same practice that you want to have in your life. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's just cultivating that energy and then it's expressing itself in lots of different ways yes. in your life. Yeah. yeah. So as a healer, did you find it hard? I, I, I find that this is an issue with a lot of healers is, is, is accepting your value mm-hmm. from clients and taking money even. <laughs> how do yeah. you help people with that um when my coach gave me the amount of money that i should be charging for our sessions i i um, i choked i mean i literally coughed and the first time i had to ask someone for that money they said okay and wrote me a check <laughs> I'm like okay it's my own belief <laughs> right. so, but yes i come across people a lot that um we know someone in common. I think that I don't feel charges nearly enough that we've both seen recently. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the more you ask, the more you will get. And if the the best example that I use when I'm working with people is if you if you're searching the internet for a provider, and somebody's saying, "Well, I'll do a reading for you for seven dollars," or "I'll do a coaching session for you for seven dollars," and somebody else says, "My coaching session is two twenty, who are you going to go with? <laughs> I mean, if you go with a $70 person, you're going to get a $70 coaching session. Mm-hmm. But the person with 220 has more experience, has more value, has more belief in themselves, and they're going to give you a much better product. Right. So that's where the balance comes in. And, and it, sometimes you have to ease people up gradually. Mm-hmm. You can't jump from $70 an hour to $400 an hour because you'll be so nervous you won't give a good product. But, but there's, there's stair steps in there to get over your beliefs and change how you look at the world and change how you do everything. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that price tag's like a reflection of how you feel about yourself. About yourself, right. yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's just a hard one. Yeah. One of the tricks we do is write a letter to money. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that really brings out in people when, and I, they'll say, they'll come back to me and say, I wrote my letter to money and then I wrote another letter to money and then <laughs> I wrote another letter to money. <laughs> and I'm going to go, okay, now write a letter back to yourself from the money. Ooh. And that gets you really, it starts this circle of energy going with it that's really dynamic and can really change everything, especially what you were talking about. What are about some of the here. things people learn about themselves when they're writing letters to money? About their scarcity mentality. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they thought there was a cap on their income, especially people that say, I'm on a fixed income. Like Louise Hay always said, who fixed it? have you ever written a letter to money no but now i'm now i'm guess i have homework for tonight you have homework yeah Yeah. and do you recommend writing it for a certain amount of time um we start out doing just one and sitting with it for a while because after you write the letter to money you are now creating a relationship with it that you didn't have before Mm -hmm. and most people are not used to having a relationship with somebody something that's not tangible um, it's the same thing with our health. That's another really good example with our bodies. Mm-hmm. We tell our bodies that we share this DNA with our parents that they now know is not true. We don't have to have the same things our parents had. They, I mean, that's in all kinds of journals all over the place. Right. Yep. But that's still a belief that Western medicine has. So it's the same kind of belief that 
we start creating this relationship with money or with our health or with our bodies, and it will respond to what you tell it. Mm. So you say, I am healthy, I am happy, I am wealthy, and watch what happens. Everything changes. So, And is it always a conscious effort? Do you recommend with money as far as having a conscious relationship with it? I think it has to be for a while. Like, what do they say? A habit takes 30 days to Mm -hmm. change or 21 days, some of them. Um, You have to do it consciously for a while. And when you notice yourself starting to slide back into that old habit, you got to jump back and say, oops. Yeah. And that's where if you don't want to do something like a writing practice every day around it, then you pull that back out again and say, I got to get in touch with this again. And so what would be a good starting point for most people? Call me and sign up for my <laughs> program. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that I think that first step is like you saying it's just becoming aware of your beliefs. Yeah, right? that's like, big. You just got to stop and think about it's like huge. Oh, yeah. We don't. We're just kind of on autopilot, right? Yeah. Or have, there's so much shame built around those beliefs, right? We don't want to admit <clears throat> that we even carry those beliefs. Yeah. So we just suppress them. And the media is huge. Yeah. The media wants to keep us in fear. They want to keep us worried about what's going to happen. And the more we worry, the more we create. And they always want to keep us wanting more, that Mm -hmm. we are not enough, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break. So stay tuned for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. And if you have a question about the energy of money or would like an intuitive message, you can message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip, that's HYP. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. U-R-A, skinandmind.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y R-E-I-C-H dot com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm Jeanette Dames, angel therapy practitioner and heal your money story coach. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. On today's show, we're discussing the energy of money. If you have a question or need some advice, Message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. It's time now for our angels and ancestors to take to the airwaves. I know this is a new segment that we're rolling in, Mm -hmm. but how long have you been working with the angels? I just wanted to share that. Off and on since I was three. Mm -hmm. Um, I got shut up when I was about six and had to go to Catholic school. Uh, And, And that was fine. 
but I got in trouble a lot because I don't keep my mouth shut very well. Um, and I, my friends tell me they remember me talking about it in college, but it wasn't until my daughter was born that they really started to show up and I couldn't really ignore it anymore. And then a very dear friend of mine died in 2003. And, um, one thing he said right before he left was, it's time for you to go do what you're supposed to do. And I had no idea what he was talking about hmm. because I never put together the fact that they gave me messages and talked to me all the time with helping anybody else in any way, shape or form. And then a whole series of events started to happen that just threw me into training and finding, connecting with all kinds of people that have been doing that work. And it's like, okay, I don't have a choice anymore. <laughs> well, that's pretty fun. I yeah, like it. You know, That channel was open. Yeah. And well, now I can't imagine living a day without it. And when did you know they were angels? When I was little, yeah. when I was three. Yeah, they to- they identified okay, themselves. Okay. I mean, they looked like like balls of light over everybody's head. And at that age of three, you believe that that's what everyone is seeing yeah. mm-hmm. because you're still in that age where, you know, pre- pretend is real. Yeah. And um, it wasn't until I was much older that they started to show up and take form. Mm. And um, when my daughter was about seven or eight, I think we were camping down in Utah. And this was the first time I saw them big in angel form. And she was sitting on a picnic table and all of a sudden there was this huge light above her. And I'm trying to not frighten her and saying in my mind, who are you? And she said, this is, my name is Marissa and I'm Ivy's guardian angel. And you don't need to be so worried about her anymore. I'm always there with her. And then I saw her all the time. And then they started to show up. One day I was driving up 405 on my way home from work. And all of a sudden these balls of light popped up on front of top of every car. Huh. It was frightening. Wow. <laughs> that time was a little, I got, okay, I have to learn how to shut this down because uh-huh. I can't do that. <laughs> that can't be happening. You know? Right. Exactly. That's crazy. So, yeah. So how do you use them in your practice? I don't know much about your, that practice. Um, if I'm working with people specifically with their angels, we identify who their guardian angels are and the guardian angels will usually come forward and give their names and any archangels that are trying to work with them. And um, an, an initial session is more of a coaching session. We get in touch with their angels and I can see their energy. And unless they have a pressing problem, it's more of how do you start to co-create your life with the help of these beings mm. instead of trying to do it all yourself, yeah. which also kind of rolls into the energy of money because your angels are there to help you do that. Right. And if you don't ask, all they do is literally kind of hang around going, duh, 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 what are <laughs> and they're like, why is she trying to do that by herself? I can, I could so do this mm-hmm. and, and make her world completely different if she would just ask and, and ask for signs or Help me to do this and let go of it. And it's all about asking and letting go. Right. Same thing with money. I'm asking for it, and then I, I can't worry about the how. Why do you think some people are able to see and perceive their angels and others aren't? Like, wouldn't it be much easier if we could all just see and hear mm-hmm. them all the time? Well, hopefully we're moving to that point. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> it's a matter of your belief. Yeah. yeah, I honestly don't think that I'm any different than anybody else. I think it's just I was for some reason was seeing them and others were not. And you could see them as easily as I could if I spent a few hours with you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we, I do weekend retreats where that's all I do is teach people how to talk to their angels and see them. And there's some exercises where they do start seeing them and it's really exciting. I saw them when I was really sick. And then mm-hmm. they come into some of the sessions I do with my clients as yeah. well. But. Yeah. Not like you. <laughs> well, but they could. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just, you You know, you're doing a different kind of work. Mm-hmm. And probably, especially when you're doing hypnotherapy, um, you could really bring, ask them all to come in. Mm. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a specific angel that's tied to prosperity and success? You know, I don't think there's one spe- specifically tied to money. Mm-hmm. Um. Your guardian angels will manifest for you, with you, just about anything. Um, Lakshmi Mm. is always who I turn to when I'm specifically working with money. You know who Lakshmi is. Yeah, absolutely. And how many many guardian angels do people typically have? Oh, Rory, you have about 15. (laughs) (laughs) They're so busy. (laughs) (laughs) um, Usually anywhere between three and eight. Okay. We usually have two when we come in. Awesome. Yeah. Well, do you guys want to go to some of the message with yeah. messages we have mm-hmm. from sure. Facebook? Let's All right, it. Eric, can you help us out? Sure. Trudy from East L.A. says, my husband and I hold different thoughts on money. If I have a more positive outlook on money, 
Can I override his negative outlook? <laughs> uh, that's a challenge. Um, but yes, you can. Um, firstly, having conversations with him about it. If you have a good enough relationship that you can do that in a non-confrontational way and help him to realize that having a negative belief around it is causing him to have exactly what he doesn't want. On the other side of it, seeing him surrounded by lots of love and light and seeing you both in a situation where money is flowing easily. And typically what happens in a partnership where one has a belief and one doesn't, um, when one, when the partner that doesn't believe it starts to see it happening for the one who does, they gradually start to come over, but nobody wants to admit that they're wrong. So they'll just start to let it flow real slowly. And this pertains to everything, anything mm-hmm. in your life. Um, trust, love, joy, peace, health. Health is another big one that's just right along the same lines as beliefs about money. Or they can get really jealous. And that was my situation. Mm, really? Yeah. So I can relate to this. <laughs> I was with a boyfriend at the time who lived in scarcity Mm. And I had to sign numerous contracts in my relationship with him, like a co- cohabitation agreement to live with him. Oh, my god! How much I was going to pay in rent, how much I was going to pay in all the utilities and groceries and whatnot. And then also, um, if I decided to break up with him, that I wouldn't try to take his house away. Um, <laughs> and I had to sign wow. contracts if I borrowed any money. And if I didn't pay back the money in a certain amount of time, it would accrue a high interest. So did you do I, all of that? I, yeah, I did. And what does wow. that say about me? Right. I did. And, but when I dove deeper into his scarcity mentality, I realized that it wasn't about money. It mm-hmm. was actually about abandonment. He had been abandoned by his parents, by his ex-wife, by mm-hmm. his friends. And so it had nothing to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a really good point because a lot of the stuff that we find, especially in partners, husbands, wives, even close friends that we think has to do with us, it, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But they don't know any other way to operate. Right. Exactly. So what do you think about like the, the, this concept in sound healing called entrainment? You know what entrainment is where you put two different vibrations next to each other and eventually they'll like... Mm. One will match the other. Quantum uh-huh. physics, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm um, interested like in a relationship in this situation, yeah. like if you focused on yourself and your own energy, right? And your yeah. belief was that like eventually your partner, like you guys would, you know, get through this. Could you possibly change <laughs> that person's energy just through your own? It didn't over work for time? me. <laughs> well, I know, but yeah. like theoretically, isn't it possible? Right? I think it would. Well, we be. don't know though. When we end the relationship, we don't know where they go. Right. And we don't know if down the road that may have caught up with them. Right. So it, it could happen that way. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like, you know, in your relationship, the one thing you have power over is yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And we know that when we change, our partners are somewhat forced to change, right? Because mm-hmm. you can become a different version yep. and they respond to you differently than yeah. the other version. Exactly. So I'm just wondering, like, yeah, if you if you were focused on yourself more than changing your partner, maybe ultimately over time that would... Yeah. And you can't change somebody else. No, you can't. You, no. can, right? you can change how you react to them. <laughs> yeah. Right. And um, I, I've seen in couples where one feels where this is going on and the person that does not have a scarcity mentality just is very kind and gentle and continues where in the their alignment and their vibration yeah. with money and it just seems to iron itself out yeah because ultimately so, like i said that's all you really can control yeah. yeah but it's super challenging it, it is. is it's one of the biggest <laughs> yeah issues. it's where you just, just want to clobber them yeah. and yeah. say can't you it's see it's not good money right. it's all good money yeah exactly well eric do we have time for another message Sure, let's squeeze this in. Uh, Lena from Boise says, I'm retired and on a fixed income. What can I do to make my money last as long as possible? <laughs> okay, this is where Lena, was it Lena? Elena. Elena. This is where you write your letter to money. This is where you establish a relationship with money. I have watched people leave a job that they absolutely hated where the money was just barely getting by and go out on their own and create their own income through 
self-employment and make half of what they were making and it goes twice as far because they're happy. So what you have to do is be trustful. You have to create a relationship with the money and stay at a vibration where you know it's always going to support you. So you think of it as a friend and your friend's not going to hang around you if you're being mean and you don't (laughs) trust your friend. So it's the same thing with money. Yeah, I guess being also open to sources of money coming in that are just not something that is on the forefront. Exactly. Right? Like you hear about this happening. This has not happened to me, but like you hear about, (laughs) actually, no, it's happened to me a couple of times in my life, which is interesting. But yeah, you hear about people who are like, oh, this thing came into my life and just like dropped on my lap. But we don't think like that, right? Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, I know how to make money this way. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way money comes into my life. Right. As you said earlier, you're not allowing for money to come in on channels that you wouldn't expect it to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So So. be surprised. Um, My sister had um, a friend from grade school die in Missouri. She lives in Portland. He had no family, no kids, nobody to leave his money to. And he picked her and one other friend from grade school to leave all his money to. Wow. She said, I got this phone call. And I'm like, (laughs) I didn't. You just never I know. I think I remember him. You know, uh-huh. you don't ever know where it's going to come from. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just being open to, mm-hmm. like you said, all those different channels. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, with that, we're going to take another quick break, but everyone stick around for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm Sakura Sutter, intuitive medium and spiritual coach. I'm also the host of Love from the Hip. I'm Jeanette Dames, angel therapy practitioner and heal your money story coach. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Be sure to check us out on Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Timber Country and 9 p.m. South African time on Cape Town Zone Radio 88.5 FM. All right. Well, Eric, can you help us out with those messages again? Sure. Regina from Davenport says, My best friend has been in a very toxic relationship for quite some time and is afraid to leave because she believes she can't afford to. Any advice I can share with her? There's that can't afford to. Yes. (laughs) First of all, stop saying I can't afford to. Um, But the biggest part of that is um, you're in fear. And 
when you're in fear, and I know there's a million anagrams for fear that are losing. I'm not coming to me right at this moment. But that's your biggest your biggest block is being in fear. So no, have that conversation with money. Have that conversation with yourself. But there are practical things you do too. And we have five specific steps to prosperity, five, seven specific blocks to prosperity, a lot of things that we do in the program that you have to put some money aside. Start, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to get out of it, you have to prepare for it. You don't just jump and run. And clearly if you've been in this for a while and she's afraid to go, then set a little bit of money aside, find a better place to live, find somebody you can live with while you save some money to find your own place. Um, try to find a better job, ask for um, a raise, step out of your fear and do all of those things that you're afraid to do that will put you in a better place. But most of all, have those conversations with yourself about how wonderful you are. Look in the mirror and say, I love you. Mm-hmm. The more you look in the mirror and say, I love you, the more money's going to love you too. Mm-hmm. The more everybody's going to love you. That's a vibrational thing. And it's, that's where the energy of money comes into play in your life. It can't show up if you don't give it space. I was living with a boyfriend who told me that I could never afford to leave him. Wow. Oh, geez. <laughs> but I will tell you, it was the minute that I left that I started to get more clients and become more prosperous. Yeah. So I would. It's his energy that was holding yeah. you down. So I would say that, Regina, for your friend. And, and I understand people were nagging me to leave and my family and they couldn't understand why I was staying. And I get that it's it, it had to be up to me as to when I was ready. And I get that it's going to have to be up to your friend as to when she is finally ready and finally when she's done. And I do believe, as Jeanette was saying, is. That's going to be the point when she believes in herself. And that's what it took for me is to believe in myself in order to take those next steps. Yeah. But hypnosis is great. It <laughs> is. And Secura is really beliefs. good. I can, <laughs> I can attest to Secura's hypno- yeah. hypnotherapy uh, skills. They're fabulous. I hope that helps you, Regina. Um, before we started the show, I pulled a card from the Angels of Abundance deck. And I kind of wanted to share that before... We run out of time because it it's kind of important. It's called, it was the declutter card. And I think it speaks to everything that we've been talking about today. When we think of decluttering, we think about getting the um, cl- extra clothes out of our closet, which is a good thing um, because it makes room for, for more to bring in. But declutter your thoughts. Everything that we've been talking about today, declutter your thoughts about money. And when you clear energy in your life for from anything, So you get out of a bad relationship, you open up a whole lot of energetic space that money can come into. Mm -hmm. Um, It can can find you as long as you create the space for it. So declutter your thoughts. Decluttering your life is a good way to declutter your thoughts. So clean out your closet, clean out your garage, get rid of stuff you don't need. Don't hoard things because then money's afraid to come in because it sees that you're afraid of everything. And again, it's a different vibrational space. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of declutter because it's actually like you're getting to the bottom of it. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not just getting rid of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like mm-hmm. by going through that process, you actually are kind of forced to look at everything. And that's right. really what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Like the looking root. at your relationship to money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like spending some time thinking about it. So I really like that card. And it's, you're getting away with things that you don't use. Yeah. Yeah, and your stuff isn't owning you. Mm-hmm. And money wants to be used. It's, yeah. I mean, we all want to create a savings and, and I did pull a savings card as well. And, but that, that speaks to saving yourself, putting away a little bit of money here and there because money loves to be cherished. Mm-hmm. We all love to be cherished. Our energy needs to be good around that. Um, I do have a couple of um, things I'd like to share. Um, when you feel energy slowly draining um, from your life, um, when you talk about money with your friends or you get into a conversation about Maybe a friend wants you to go on a trip and you say, I can't afford it. That comes mm-hmm. up again. Say, I, um, right now that's not going to work for me financially. Completely different energy than I can afford it. I can't afford it. Mm. So keep that out of your verbiage. Get, just get rid of it. And always, you can always put right now on the end of it. Um, right now that's not going to work for me financially. Financially that's not going to work for me right now. So there's, there's three steps, well actually four, that we can kind of take, and I, 
urge you to, to jot these down because the first step is to look for efficient and effective ways to raise your frequency exponentially. And that is to stop saying negative things. Mm. That's the first one. That's the biggest one. I'm sure you can think of all kinds of what, what would you say? Nah, I never do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you want to raise your frequency. So you want to have good, happy thoughts. And so I really want to buy that new car. I don't have the money right now, but I know I will in a little while. Mm -hmm. And then you invite it in and you say, you write your letter, money. I really need this new car. My older car is going to crap and I am ready. I'm, you know, show me how to, how to, to do this, how to bring this about. And then your friend from grade school will send you money. That's what my sister did with her car. She brought a brand new car. Oh <laughs> the second step is to begin doing mindset work around your business or whatever you're doing, whatever you're trying to achieve, being of service to you and release that programming of everything has to be hard work, hard work, hard work. Allow it to find you. And the third one is to allow support in to take over the busy work and the low dividend things to make room for yourself. And this is especially true for entrepreneurs. Let somebody else do the little work. I recently hired somebody to do all my marketing. Mm. And my daughter complimented me on it. And I said, I didn't do that. She goes, I know, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let the professionals come in and do your, do your busy work for you. And you, that gets you centered on the things that you want to do. And the fourth step is just to find a way to wash, rinse, and repeat these three things. Mm. So you can bring it in over and over and over again. And then you won't ever even be able to imagine going back to the way things were or imagine how they used to be. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. That's yeah, wonderful. It was fun. <laughs> I love this. All right. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today, unfortunately. We want to thank Eric, our fantastic producer, KKNW, Timber Country, Cape Town Zone Radio, and you, the listener. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share our podcast, The Conscious Coaching Hour, which you can find on our Love from the Hip. That's HYP anywhere you can find podcasts. And on our next show, we will be discussing abandonment, how it shows up in our lives, how we can deal with it, and what it teaches us. Love the show? Have a question you would like us to answer on the air? Follow us, like us, and message us on Instagram or Facebook at Love from the Hip. That's you H-Y-P. Can, you can find me at SakuraSetter.com. You can find me at RoyReich.com. You can find me at RiverAngelRanch.com. Tune in every month on Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 1150 KKNW and Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Timber Country and 9 p.m. South African Time on Cape Town's 88.5 FM for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. Do you wonder why you repeat behaviors that don't serve you? Do you struggle with self-love? Are you intimidated by situations where you want to stand up for yourself but can't? If any of those resonate with you, you may be living someone else's story. This can lead to dysfunctional relationships, emotional shutdowns, and regrets. Every part of your life may be a reflection of someone else's story. It's time to live your life. In 2005, spiritual life coach Jeanette Dames realized she was living other people's stories. She recreated her life to live her story and love, joy, peace, health, and prosperity showed up. From this deep transformation, Jeanette has developed a six-week coaching program to help you create your life your way. She can help you make it a dazzling reality. It's time to let go of what you absorbed from others and create the life you want. Visit riverangelranch.com for more information. That's R-I-V-E-R-A-N-G-E-L-R-A-N-C-H.com.